0: The Greenfield Post on Triple M. Are we live? With Will and MJ. They're awake and they're on fire. Oh, what a weekend in sport. It always is, MJ. Unpredictable. Unpredictable. We have a new world number one in tennis.
1: I saw that.
0: Andy, Andy Murray. He's overtaken the Joker at the top of the table. For the first time too, I believe. Ever. For the first, yeah, for his career. Yeah, absolutely. Good Ireland defeated the All Blacks.
1: Now that was a boil over.
0: No one ever saw that coming.
1: In Chicago, of all places, who of course... Who oh, won the World Series. won the World Series. If you want a drought
0: to end, That's right. head to Chicago. It's all happening, but there's yeah. one thing we can always depend on. What's that? The Australian cricket team being very, very disappointing.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, middle order collapse. It feels a- like summer again, doesn't oh,
0: it? Oh, absolutely. As soon as you hear those words together, you just know <laughs> yeah. cricket is back. You,
1: you know the marshes are batting. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Have you got the score there?
1: <laughs> I do. We are uh, four for one sixty nine with another three seventy runs remaining uh, required with three wickets in hand in one day. It's not good shape. Not going to happen. No, nah, definitely not. But anyway, uh, speaking of the Chicago Cubs, did I tell mm. you about that bet I put on a couple of years ago? No, I had Leicester, mm. the Bulldogs, yeah, Cronulla Sharks, Chicago Cubs, mm. and then for some good reason, bet. yeah, I put Bootsma for the Brownlow as yeah, well. I and did my I <laughs> my, did. my odds skyrocketed, <laughs> so, yeah. but. So you got four what legs up. What are the chances of me getting all those bets, though? No, no. Four out of five isn't bad.
0: That's not a good effort by yeah. you.
1: But yeah, it's been an interesting weekend of sport, and we're going to wrap it all up in the
0: show tonight. And next, there's been breaking news tonight. The yep. MCG could be getting a roof. I've heard this. We've got all the details on that next on the Greenfield Post on Triple M. Will, news broke around 6 o'clock tonight Yeah. that there is a proposal to put a roof on the MCG.
1: Now, I was with you. I thought this was a bit of a prank. I thought this was not not a prank, but just a bit of a... You know, just a beat up when sometimes someone proposes a stadium or something. And they're Oh, they're going to redevelop the whole Eddie Had area or something.
0: Yeah, just it makes a good front page for yeah. the Herald Sun and all that kind of thing. But this is the actual MCG behind this proposal.
1: Yeah, the, the, the legit people are the ones that are coming out and saying that the MCG is going to get a roof. And I can't picture it. I don't know if I like it.
0: Well, a lot of water still has to go under the bridge. Yeah. So it is in, still in proposal stage, but they have drawings all done and everything like that. Here's Stephen Goff from the MCG, the CEO, talking to Channel 7 about it.
2: I'm sure in 50 years' time, we look back and they'll say, you know,
0: we were dinosaurs back in those days. So, you know, that, that is what change is about. You've got to keep putting it up for people to have a look at. So they've put this forward yeah. to see what the public reaction and all that kind of thing is. I did a bit more reading, and the Herald Sun's reporting it now, and Gough told them that it would fix the seagull issue. <laughs> Oh, it would so, too. A, a, a lot of money to sorry, a lot of money just to fix some, get rid of some seagulls. What about
1: just a nice layer of Glad wrap or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought the wires were doing a pretty good job until I thought they were too. Did you see the Sheffield Shield last week? I think it was Victoria versus Tasmania. Oh yeah, that was just the seagull apocalypse. I they, see they that. almost had to cancel the game. There was that many yeah, seagulls. There
1: were more seagulls than than players, than, than people in attendance. Actually. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: actually, it was the Sheffield Shield, <laughs> not our... hard. <laughs> But what do you think? Do you think the MCG should get a roof? Um I don't I think so. Think,
1: I think people are always very non-receptive to change. Mm. But you know, I, th- I agree with Goffy. I reckon he uh
0: he makes a point that in fifty years we're all gonna be like, Oh wow, imagine if we didn't put a roof on the Jeep. But you need if, if the roof's there, it's gonna be used. Yeah. So on those winter days when thunderstorms come in during a footy it's match, true. I mean that's what that's what the game it's a it'll, winter sport, that's what the game's about. It'll
1: put it'll put an end to most of wet footy, which would be a real shame. Mm.
0: I would like to see it, if it does go ahead and the roof is put on the G, I'd like to see it as a bit of a reality show, Will.
1: Yeah, I reckon reckon that would be... The best format, I think, if they had to... If they had to do it. And that, they get the public on side. They can yeah. vote for things. Yeah, and yeah. They can have a public inspection. Yeah, they can Scott, walk through yeah, yeah, right. Shelly Craft. And <laughs> Which is just a game of footy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't need real estate, But
1: I think that's what it sounds like. It sounds mm. like it's such a gimmick that they need... If they're going to completely redevelop this joint, yeah. I can, I
0: can get, uh,
1: get some couples involved and yeah. make a contest out, out of Craft, it. Scott yeah. Cam. <laughs> what do you reckon that would sound like? <laughs> this. If you thought the last season of The Block was big, this is our biggest season ever. Four couples, 100,000 seats and 150 years of history down the toilet. Watch as they make a mockery of one of Australia's most loved venues. Everything is getting a
0: makeover. This whole area is going to be an outdoor entertainment area with a jacuzzi in the goal square. Wait until you see the urinals. It stinks in here And you
1: thought that was bad Wait till you hear about the statues Lima, who? Yeah I don't know any of these people So we're just going to get rid of them But then comes the biggest twist Ever seen on the block The roof In 2017 The MCG's getting a roof The block MCG Coming in 2017 I'd watch that I quite like that
0: That sounds good
1: <laughs> I reckon that's a go <laughs> MJ, another cricket season and another batch of dodgy technology from Channel 9.
0: They keep trying to do new things, which yeah, I like. It's admirable. They have a crack every year. I think what they should do, though, is explain to the commentators what it is first before it gets on TV. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this year, they brought up Pitch Scan. And, no. then, and then Michael Slater drew the short straw to have yeah. to explain what it was. And you just get the feeling that he doesn't even know what it is. Yeah, Slats is ha- as confused as I. Have a listen to this. Let's take a look at pitch scan. It's a new um, technology we've got this year, and it really does highlight the moisture in the pitch. And you'll see that the, the greener patches are the healthier grass, the the live grass, and then you've got the moisture and the darkness of the the grass that's probably dying off. But we're going to compare that each day. So great technology, just to see the moisture. Well, he, he didn't know what he was talking about then. It
1: reminds me of that um, that opposition leader trying to explain GST on yeah, that's uh, right. and
0: completely muffed. It's it. like CSI pitch, it's like cricket. get Grissom down there. But you can see where it's day four, what is it, day four today? yeah. And it's saying that the pitch is drier than what it was on day Ooh. one. It's 35 <laughs> degrees in Perth. I of course, you. you don't need pitch scan technology <laughs> to explain that. It's like some new technology, like, oh, it look, the wind's coming from here. No, we know,
1: mate. It's uh, it's normal. It's how cricket works.
0: Oh, but between that and David Warner's OLED TV commercials, it's amazing <laughs> yeah, they actually fit any cricket on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's just... Uh,
1: Just another notch on the board for poor technology from Channel 9.
0: That's right. And poor commentary as well. Oh, yeah? With Mark Nicholas jinxing Dave um, Warner when he was in the 90s. This
1: was one of my favourite jinxes of all time. I'm going to go on the record and say Mm. that that Mark Nicholas has cost us this test match. I think so. We were flying. As
0: soon as he said it, Australia's gone downhill.
1: So for those who haven't heard it, this is what Mark Nicholas said when Dave Warner was on 97. He moves to
0: 97. Never been out in the 90s, Mark. Sorry, what did you just say then? Did you say he's never been out in the 90s? In a test match, he's never oh, been out in the no. 90s. Never been out in the 90s. Why did you so have that? How many up?
1: times are you out in the 90s?
0: He's gone, he's gone. Unbelievable 97 bounce and a perfect line from Dale Stain. Oh, Mark, you put the commentator's curse on him. I thought Warney was going to hit him. He
1: went very soft there, Warney. If you see the footage, he was filthy. He man. was absolutely filthy. Livid.
0: But yeah, it, it, you just don't say that. No, I don't care what how good a stat it is. Tell us that when he's in his in the hundreds. Yeah, you wouldn't have any. There's more Australian guys on that commentary team. All yeah. of them would know not to say things like that. Mark Nicholas is in our country for the summer. Yeah, shut up. He's a when pom. Players are in the nineties.
1: That's why he doesn't care about jinxes. He's a pom. He he probably enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> that's his plan. Yeah, <laughs> get stuffed, Mark Nicholas. I'm not a fan of his. I would like to see him sort of commentating world events <laughs>
1: Which just jinxes just throughout jinx- history. Yeah, that's right. Yes, what a wonderful ship. This ship will never sink.
0: Oh, no, Mark. Not the Titanic. This
1: is absolutely impenetrable, the Titanic. No one is going to touch this ship.
0: Mark, why would you say that?
1: As it continues its journey along the Atlantic, it's in five...
0: Oh no! It's hit an iceberg. Oh,
1: goodness me. Unbelievable. Oh,
0: Mark. You idiot. The Greenfield Post on Triple M.
1: MJ, as a Cubbies fan, I assume you were watching it passionately the other day.
0: Oh, we've been covering this closely on this show. We really have. The Chicago Cubs rise. They did it in the end. Um, I've been watching them all year with an MLB league pass. Yeah. So it cost me about 200 bucks or so back when the season started. Yeah, it means you have access to watch online any game at any time <laughs> in the whole season.
1: Now, your tone sounds flat.
0: It is extremely <laughs> flat.
1: I've had nothing but bad news with streaming services, personally.
0: I've enjoyed it all year. Yeah. It's worked a Long, hun- Live streaming, I should say. Yeah, live streaming. Yeah. I've enjoyed it all year. It's worked perfectly. Yeah. Until the last five minutes of the game <laughs> on Thursday.
1: Well, you imagine
0: that's when people were tuning in at their peak. At their peak, people were tuning in to watch that moment. Yeah. And what's happened? I didn't see it. What what bit? The ending. As in the very end? The very end of the game. The stream cut out.
1: (laughs) So, the result was basically beyond... It was pretty...
0: Like, how much did you know? Well, it cut out with the Gorkian three minutes to go. (gasps)
1: That was the climax.
0: So, it cut out when they had the last two outs to go. Yep. When Chris Bright threw it to Rizzo. Yeah. Uh and it came back and they were all celebrating. Wow. A hundred and eight years and it all comes down to just a, a buffering symbol. A buffering symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Streaming services can get stuck. <laughs> I'm never buying one again. I'm just you've got to get FoxTel or get the real TV stream cuz streaming yep. is just not to be done ever. Or go to the game obviously. You got to go to the game. There's no buffering. There's, on the, there's on no real buffering life. symbol. <laughs> A real life buffering symbol. It's one of the most iconic moments like in history. Yeah. And you got you got Stitch. I completely missed it. It would be like, you know, watching the Martin Luther King speech and just <laughs> hearing I have <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're watching it on TV. Yeah.
0: I don't know how I was streaming back then,
1: but yeah. <laughs> one stall step for man. Yeah. One.
0: Oh! <laughs> I did not have sexual.
1: <laughs> You're in the cinema? Luke, I am your.
0: <laughs> yeah, you what? you what? Oh, buffering. Oh. Get stuff. Get stuff buffering. <laughs> Will, my favorite story from during the week was the two blokes from up in Brizzy, your hometown. That's it. Who gate crashed a golf tournament in North Korea. It's so, it sounds like a movie. It's it
1: does. It's just like, it's just like a comedy plot starring Ben Stiller and um, Seth Rogen.
0: Just <laughs> like, <laughs> how the hell did this even happen?
2: That's,
0: these two blokes, Morgan and Evan were working over in Beijing. Yeah. Got word of a golf tournament going on in North Korea. Got two very professional looking Australian jackets made. Yeah. Uh, turned up to North Korea. I don't know how they got visas and all that kind of thing. First of all, were they in North Korea? Is that where they were traveling? Pyongyang. Why? What? Well, they went. They went
1: there for the golf tournament. So they knew they went to North Korea with the intention of playing golf. Yeah, yeah,
0: that is crazy. Absolutely,
1: absolute insanity. Absolutely, I love it.
0: (laughs) So I saw an interview with them on the project, and they said that their cover was blown on the first tee when they both hit it into the drink.
1: Yeah, I I saw that interview (laughs) too. That's very good.
0: But they managed to get out of North Korea unscathed. Yeah, but there's been developments today. Apparently, North Korea are furious. Yeah,
1: well, I can imagine. Now and that this has, made, this has made international news. All CNN were reporting it. Yeah. It's all around the
0: world. So two Aussie
1: larrikins make a mockery of
0: North mm. Korea. So, North Korea have got in touch with the boys. Yeah, they generally don't take kindly to things well, like that. See, I, North Korea and humour are not two things no. that go hand in hand.
1: No, North Korea and anything
0: <laughs> anti-North Korea don't generally right. line up. So, North Korea of today demanded that the fellas head back yeah. and apologise. Wow. To the country. Do they really need a head (laughs) back? (laughs) <laughs> News.com today, you report that both of them have gone. Um, That won't be happening. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty keen to stay here if that's cool in North Korea. That's right. Like I didn't realize I'll until... i apologize over the phone. That's... <laughs> I didn't realize until this story broke that anyone can sort of go to North Korea.
1: I didn't know it was a holiday destination, personally. Not at all. Let alone you could just rock up to a golf
0: tournament and start playing. What, what's stopping anyone from doing that? That's right. See, I've never even seen any vision from within North Korea. Mm. I thought that was, you know, just turning up there to play some golf. Like it's not something you see on Getaway, yeah, or the Great Outdoors. <laughs> like, Ernie Dingo is not going yeah. to North Korea. Katrina Roundtree is giving you a come on, Katrina. Yeah. a tour of the
1: North, the Pyongyang golf. Those
0: course. two need to lift their Ernie Dingo and Katrina Roundtree. Lift yeah. your game. Yeah. Everyone's seen Thailand a million times. You really want to go somewhere cutting edge? Yeah, go to North Korea.
1: <laughs> the Greenfield Post on Triple M
0: will unbelievable scenes on Thursday our time, Wednesday night US time, when Chicago Cubs. Broke their 108 year drought.
1: Yep. It was one of the most incredible sporting stories I
0: think I've seen, at least in the last, you know, ten years. It's it's one of the most incredible, captivating stories I've seen in my time. It was amazing. Have a listen to the fans at Wrigley Field in Chicago, the Chicago Cubs home ground. (laughs) Just going up absolutely nothing. Bedlam. We've managed to get onto a bloke over in Chicago now, who was in Wrigleyville around the area at the time that the Cubs won. Phil Sam's on the line. G'day, Phil. How you doing? Yeah, good. Now, can you explain what what was going on at that very moment that the Cubs did break their 108-year drought?
2: Uh, the amount of stress just watching the uh, the game, you know, and, and waiting for that end, that last out, in the you know after get after the rain delay and everything, and you know 108 years or so waiting for the Cubs to win is just just phenomenal you know the release and the excitement of seeing it all happen was just amazing
1: so you said there was a bit of stress around because not only was it 108 years but it went to game seven and then it went to an extra inning was it do you think that people would have preferred to just wrap it up nice and early or did it sort of add to the atmosphere the tense game
2: uh, you, you couldn't write a better story <laughs> as far as a game seven you know for a huge comeback um, yeah. for the Cubs it was just perfect basically it's one of the best games I've ever watched
0: now, did you step out into the street? You said you're in a bar in Wrigleyville watching it, watching the game. At what point did you step out into the throngs that we all saw on the TV? As
2: soon as that last out happened, it just kind of everyone started to march. It was just like a river of people just going towards uh, the stadium and stuff. It was really a wild scene. And- it was a really good environment that, it, you know, so I've seen, I've seen celebrations turn kind of, you know, violent before, but this one was just, everyone was so happy and so ecstatic that it just was great. You know, hugs and high fives and <laughs> just everyone singing and stuff. It was really amazing.
1: How, how many hugs do you reckon you gave out?
2: Uh, I, I, I hugged so many strangers I have no idea I lost <laughs> track. What? So awesome. Did you see any crazy weird stuff? Uh, You know, nothing too far out of the ordinary. There's, there's all sorts of face pain and people losing it. and there's, uh, Half the crowd was just in tears. It was really amazing.
1: That's so good. Were there any like particular old people that you, you noticed that might have seen the last uh, World Series they made in the 40s? Anything like that?
2: You know, I, I, I think in Wrigleyville, I think the old people kind of knew maybe not to be there that much. There was a couple <laughs> older guys who were pretty excited, but I think most of the old people stayed home or went to the game. Uh, but, you know, my my girlfriend's family, for example, there's people who've been waiting their whole life to see a Cubs win and they're Yeah. Uh it, just unbelievably happy about it.
0: Has anyone worked in Chicago since the end of the game? Or is there people still
2: partying? <laughs> I mean I, I I was at work today. I don't know if I was mentally at work <laughs> today, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a difference between being at work and working, I guess. Uh how many how many beers yeah, do you I, reckon I, you... I clocked in. <laughs> How many beers do you reckon you've consumed in the last 72 hours (laughs) how many buds well
2: we started to drink something that we call Cubs juice it was a a mixture of kind of apple shots and ever clear basically it was um, it was critical to make it through the sixth inning (laughs) Cubs juice (laughs) if we hadn't started drinking heavily we never would have made it
0: so what's the exact recipe for Cub juice
2: oh I don't know if I can give it out (laughs) the Cubs
0: are such a young team who knows they could be back there next year Phil
2: yeah, it's a dynasty. field,
0: called us call it that. Yeah. <laughs> Get that Cub juice ready because I'm coming over next year. I <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Phil. That was so Phil good. Sam. I'll have it ready to go. That was Phil Sam, massive Chicago Cubs fan who was in the middle of that throng at Wrigley Field after the game on Thursday. Thanks very much, Phil. Yeah, thanks
2: like guys. Good on you,
0: Phil. There he goes, Phil. Why wouldn't he give us the recipe to Cubs juice? I thought that was odd. He,
1: he wasn't giving us a bar. He's protective of it. Yeah, like just tell us. Like he's George Calambaris. It's not special, mate. Go on, Curtis Stone. Just tell us what's in Cubs juice. <laughs> what's the matter? It's just apple juice and yeah. beer. It's not like the 13 secret herbs and spices. Go on, Phil. Last time Phil comes on. Oh. <laughs> That's it, why we don't get any guests, because we're always bagging him, mate.
0: <laughs> this is the Greenfield Post of Triple One. Get but, stuff, Phil. Thanks,
1: Phil. MJ, we're going to wrap it up. It's been a big week of sport. We've got uh, another day of cricket tomorrow, unfortunately.
0: Oh, if it gets to a full day, we're doing oh, well. well. I'm pretty keen for it to wrap up.
1: Mind you, all we need is Kawaja to continue his way to a class, classy triple century or something. And then just if, if Mitch Marsh can yeah, get I have, a century or two. I have a lot
0: of reason to have faith in the middle order.
1: <laughs> to do. Yeah. They've given us so many reasons to, so far yeah, to back them. To
0: trust them. Nah, this will be over pretty quick. <laughs> of course,
1: just recapping, we need 370 runs, and we've only got the six wickets remaining. So, yeah,
0: we're stuffed. We're st- completely stuffed. Completely stuffed. Well, in more positive news, yeah, some history was made during the week. Yeah. Uh, the Cubs won the World Series, obviously. Of course. In the States. But it was also their celebration through the streets of Chicago was the seventh largest human gathering in history. Oh, my God. So it's the, f- it's the only sporting one in the top or sport-related um, event in the top 10? Now, if I was to guess, I would say there'd be a lot of religion. It's all, all mostly religious-based. So there was a pilgrimage in India in 2013, which drew $30 million, Oh, wow. Which is obviously that massive. Was pretty recent, yeah. too. Um, a festival in Iraq, I presume, is a, that was religious-based as well, $17 million. Mm. Um, A couple of funerals take out the third and fourth spots <laughs> in India and Iran, yeah. um, of blokes' names I can't pronounce. Yeah. Um, the Pope going to the Philippines in 2015. It's very Asia heavy. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's uh, um, where most of them are. World Youth Day in nineteen ninety five, and then the Cubs come in at number seven with five million people. Another funeral uh, in nineteen seventy uh, of Abdul Nasar uh, drew five million, mm. and then number nine. Yeah, is what sparked my interest. <laughs> what is it? Three point five million people went to a Rod Stewart concert <laughs> in Brazil. <laughs> of all people! Of all people! He's not fair. It's not even like, so. not a rock star. So, you, it's not a, so in the top 10, you've got three funerals, yeah, five religious events. <laughs> and Rod Stewart. The Cubs winning the World Series and Rod Stewart. They absolutely love him. Well, it's been a great show. Thanks to uh, Phil, the Chicago Cubs fan who we had a chat to yep. over there. He was one of those five million people that gathered at the seventh largest human D- gathering in D- history. Was he
1: actually part of that? Yeah. Yeah,
0: he was there. Well, yeah, okay. I think so. Half sure. the whole city of Chicago <laughs> was there. Yeah. Um, the MCG's getting a roof. Yep. That was big news during the show today. That is big news. Um, we, we learned about pitch scan technology. I've learned a lot this show, actually. Yeah. It's been a real learning experience.
1: Rod Stewart's big. Rod Stewart. Speaking Rod Stewart. <laughs> yeah. I've got here, the, the population of Chicago is 2.7 mil.
0: So they must have come in from everywhere. A few imports. Yeah, they must have. From all around Illinois. I don't know if I'm buying it. Well, are you buying that 3.5 million people went to Rod Stewart? I reckon they've rounded it up real spotless stadium by a couple style. of million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that's a> <laughs> Yeah, or the Gabba, I think. Okay. Oh, come Some down. of those games during the year when Brisbane were playing, don't you dare? If go there was the over ten thousand, they have the coloured seats there to make it look like more. Yeah, all right, Move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been the Greenfield Post on Triple M. If you missed any of the show, um, you can download our podcast. Yep. Which will be up on the Greenfield Post Facebook page. If you don't follow the Greenfield Post on Facebook, give it a follow. There's a few cricketing memes up there. A lot of OLED TV related yeah. memes.
1: It's a very easy gag. That the the fellas
0: have been working on today. They've been working hard. People are loving it. This is the Greenfield Post on Triple M. We'll be back next Sunday night at 10pm. See you later.